0: Well, I tell you, this just feels big. Sunday night football, the whole nation's going to be watching CenturyLink Field when the team with the best record in the NFL, the Philadelphia Eagles, come into town. And in advance of that game, Pete Carroll joins us for his weekly visit. Coach, it is great to talk to you today.
1: Good to talk to you too, Dory.
0: I got to tell you something. I I know that you talk about keeping an even keel, that you want to approach every game the same way i I try to read you in all the years we've been doing this. You seem particularly energized this week, just in your post game interview last Sunday and the press conferences I've seen this week. Is is that a fair read? Are you are you kind of energized on uh, a little bit of a roll right now? You personally,
1: <laughs> I don't know that.
0: Uh, maybe it's just the afterglow of the Bay area victory. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. So that got you guys at uh seven and four. Is that about right? Is that, is that what you guys are right now? Seven and team?
1: Seven and four is where we are. Yeah, yeah. We can't do anything about it. That's exactly the truth. That's it.
0: And, and the record reflects truth and reality.
1: Well, yeah, obviously that's all it is. It's, it's, the reality of how it is to battle in the NFL and all that you deal with and all that, this is what it is. And so uh, we have to do something about it. You know, we've got to keep working to get better and see if we can knock out another win. And then we'll just take it on the next week and see if we can do another championship win. And well, here we go. You know, that, that's, it's really that time of year. It's it's almost the finish time. You know, this game will mark the end of the third quarter for us. And and we kick into finish mode uh, next week. But it's you can feel it it's there and so we're gonna try to play really good ball and see if we can get these guys
0: and you've talked i mean all the years we have been doing this you talk about finish mode whether it's a game or a season and i guess i still don't know exactly how that manifests itself what what do you mean when you kick in (laughs)
1: Well, when, when you're in the finish mode, you want to do right longer than the other guys and, and outlast them and uh, <laughs> keep doing the right stuff and, and out execute them until the, until the ball game's over and, and or until the season's over. And when you do that, you give yourself a good chance to, to, to finish real well. As we've been focusing on that for a long time and, and settling in, into what, when you're in that mode, you're comfortable with the thought. You know exactly what you're trying to get done. Yeah, and so we'll, yeah. we'll see if we can pull it off.
0: Well, and it's been the hallmark of your your careers, whether it's been you know college or pros. Your teams have always always done that well. Uh, you mentioned the energizing win in the Bay Area. One of the things I wanted to ask you about. I heard you mention a couple of times the presence of Cam Chancellor in the locker room for your team and and, and on the sideline as well. But I specifically heard you mention locker room. A couple of times these guys who you know are, are personally disappointed but still so invested in in team and in your mutual outcome what, what was cam doing in the locker room that made you want to cite that a couple of times this week
1: well he was just working he was working the you know the, the lockers with the guys and hanging out with the different guys different dbs and checking in with the backers and doing what he does you know and and uh uh he he helped us with you know as we closed out uh, just before taking the field, you know, and and uh, kind of the, the conversation that's going there, he contributed to that. He's just got such a such a like I mean, I don't know how else to say, it, but he's got such a great presence in in in, in this franchise that uh, he's it's, he's a meaningful character, and and guys feel him and they they love him and and uh, and he he helps guys and,
0: and has just clearly earned respect. I mean, and and it's that's nothing you can you can demand you just have to go out and earn it and it seems pretty obvious that that's that's where he is
1: you know go all the way back to his first year and he was playing behind lawyer malloy and i was hoping that lawyer would teach him how this game works and what you know the the kind of the ins and outs of of playing hardball strong safety in the nfl and and lawyer was just such one of my favorites you know and, and he did a great job of that but there was a time late in the first year, and I could Cam had already started to exert himself in on special teams, and you could just feel his presence at the time and and I said something to him about you know cam anytime you you know you start feeling comfortable with with you know speaking out and you know just kind of motivating or whatever you know feel free you know you're one of the guys that can do this, and he said, no, no I can't do that you know and uh and I said, well how come he said well i haven't I haven't they don't know me that way they have, I haven't done anything yet, you know when I will when the time comes you know and I, I thought that was an incredible moment for for me to understand him and uh, for a statement about his character and his, his understanding of how it works you know and he was right. He yeah. was right about that. you know I was trying to get him to push towards the next year already, you know, and he was going to wait his turn, and somewhere after the first year in the middle, maybe the middle of the first the second year, um, he started to exert himself and became the leader that he is today.
0: You mentioned early in the week that you know Cliff and Cam are done for the season, and I know you don't want to talk about you know it's their decision and they got a lot of decisions to make about the future beyond that. I heard you say a couple of times what we want to do is be there and support them and love them and we you know help them through all this. Can you tell me a little bit about the infrastructure that you have in place as you help you know these guys and everybody else make these? you know, decisions that are of such life import to them. What, what kind of things do you guys have in place to help everyone through that?
1: Well, we, first we have a mentality that we're all, everybody, whether it's the trainers or the strength and conditioning guys or, uh, the administration people, we're all trying to work to, to, you know, make it right for these guys and help them find their way. Um, I, I think the most instrumental person in the organization in, in that regard is really Mo Kelly. Mo Kelly is, a, is has been here for years, you know, and he's, He's been the kind of the player personnel director, and uh, and he's been in in a, in a relationship with our players that uh, kind of serves as a conduit to you know the outside world and also the administrative world, and you know in, in every way that he can, and he does a great job. Of working them through the the process of becoming a professional and and what it's like to sustain as a professional and and what it's like to look ahead to the future you know after your football professional life is over and and uh, Mo is just as instrumental as anybody is he is the guy and and does a fantastic job he's got programs in the off season he's got programs in the in during the season uh, all kinds of things about future and, and 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 you know character building and just tons of stuff. Uh, organizational uh, planning and and, uh, teaching as well he's just done a fantastic job so that's that's really the guy that you could you would point to yeah
0: yeah got it uh with all the i've loved your attitude you've talked about you you don't focus on the injuries you focus on what you have and and how you're going to succeed with the the pieces in place but it did make me think with all the injuries you've been battling everything runs in cycles nature runs in cycles economies run in cycles I assume football franchises run in cycles. Is that a, a fair fair statement?
1: I don't know, I, don't know. I guess. <laughs> After the fact, you can look back and see what happened. I don't know. Some but, people can't get going long enough to get a cycle going, so I don't, right. I don't know, you know.
0: But I guess what I'm wondering is, uh, you know, you've had some, some guys who are potential Hall of Famers like Sherm who've gotten injured and, and, and that. And I imagine it's got to be different Coaching a team that's got a bunch of veterans and guys who have as much talent as they've demonstrated versus, you know, what you had three, four years ago when you, as you would call it, a bunch of young pups who were waiting to get paid that first big, huge contract. And uh, I'm just curious about just your evolution dealing with the cycles now that you've been going with this for so long.
1: Well, there there is there has been there's kind of a a life cycle to it. You know, the guys when they when they stay with your program and and they're substantial factors like our guys so many of our guys have been then there is a real life cycle to it you know and and you can see the guys growing through it when they were first you know unmarried and 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 still in their first contract all that stuff that's so significant then and then the children come along and all you know there's all kinds of things going on as these guys grow through it so it's been really really extraordinary to to go through that with with these wonderful competitive kids you know and Um, and so we're still in it, you know, we're still in it. You're always kind of in it when you think about Dory, because, you know, the new guys come in and make the club, and they become the young guys, and then they start to – they get raised, you know, in in the program, and and so it's an ongoing process, but it is very much like family in in that regard, and you get people that – your elders kind of bring the young ones through it, and that's kind of how this thing works, so
0: um,
1: it's been been a lot of fun.
0: Yep, well, and the fun continues uh, Sunday night, and this this is such a great matchup, and I want to talk about – team versus team, but I know a lot of people are focusing on the two quarterbacks because uh, I mean these are two legitimate MVP candidates, Russell Wilson and Carson Wentz. I think that I think New England has a quarterback that's pretty good too, I've heard. But uh, that it is a really intriguing matchup just from a quarterback standpoint on Sunday.
1: Yeah, Carson is a fantastic player. It was really easy to see that uh, you know back last year. And he's developed so quickly and becomes so efficient in their system it's a real tribute to their coaches and and the players around him but he has he has the talent he's a marvelous athlete he's over six five he's two thirty eight or something like that runs pretty well uh strong arm competitive runner uh competitive guy in the pocket and all of that and he's really looks to be a clear thinker too he's a good decision maker and taking care of the ball. He had 28 touchdowns and five picks, you know, and some remarkable numbers. So uh, he, he's got everything. So And when, you know, you put him up and here's Russell having a, a terrific season also, those two guys are going to be, you know, they're going to be highlighted in this game. There's no way to to get around that. But but they also have a very good team around him. Their defense sure. is really solid. Their special teams group is really solid. They run the ball well. They stop the running game. Uh, they're they're ahead in the turnover ratio. They're like plus nine or something like that. They're in great shape there. So it's a very very difficult team to beat, and they've shown that. And they've had seven blowout wins, you know, already this season. And so it's indicative of how well balanced this club is.
0: Hey, how does a Carson Wentz happen? I, I'm trying to figure out a guy who coming out of high school. You know, doesn't get a a big five conference offer. Ends up in North Dakota State. How do you go in a period of what six years? I guess four years of college, two in the pros. How do you go from not getting a major conference recruiting offer out of high school to six years later having one of the best second year seasons ever in the NFL? How does that evolution happen?
1: Well, it even it's even more remarkable when you see how little he played in college. You know, yeah, he was banged up, yeah. And missed some time and all that. Uh, he only played by a year and a half of really good, solid football, and, and uh, so he's he's just perfectly suited to be an NFL quarterback. He's just got everything that you need. Uh, the, you know, he's an all-around athlete, as well as he's really smart and he's and he's fast enough, and he and he's a beautiful thrower. You know, I mean, he's he's a fantastic player. Not, not to couple it up with. Uh, The other Carson, the Carson Palmer is about the the same kind of makeup, you know, and size, weight, speed, uh, throwing ability, natural skills and stuff. And, you know, he was the number one guy in the draft, too. You know, so I mean, that's how good these guys are. And you say, how does it happen? The NFL is that well equipped to find these guys, you know, they they don't miss a guy like this. And uh, so everybody knew about him. It was no secret. And he has just become, you know, a fantastic competitor.
0: I'm fascinated by that I because mean, I get that the NFL is equipped, but uh, we're, does that mean that colleges were not as equipped to, to you know, just find a hidden gem? Or when you say he's a perfect NFL quarterback, do some guys have talent that's better suited to the highest level than it's suited to the college level? Well, I, you know,
1: I don't know his. High, I can't remember his high school story, uh, you know, and what he was playing. But I, I think he had played other positions and other sports and stuff. And I, I, I think there was, there was something about that. I can't remember what, what it was that held him back. Okay. But But uh, you know, that's it's, it's just a, it's great to know that that can happen, isn't it? You know, the the kids from all over the country, if you've got the right kind of talent and you, you compete and put your, pour your heart and soul into it, you know, you're going to get found and you're going to be discovered and and you're not going to get missed. And, and uh, I think the other side of it's a great story that happened this way.
0: Yeah, it is. All right. Uh, We already mentioned Russell Wilson, Bobby Wagner. Is he playing at a high, as high a level as any defensive guy in the league right now? Oh, I
1: I can't imagine anybody's been more efficient, more, more consistent um he's playing great football and and uh you know his partner there kj right helps him those two guys together are a great one-two punch uh bobby's having a great season and and uh so is so is kj so uh, we're really fired up for him and he played through injury last week and he's gonna he, he's gonna miss he missed some time this week too but we'll play and and shows you just the background and the medal he's really got it
0: uh i heard you say a couple days ago when talking about the eagles they're on it right now. that was your quote and and I know you've had lots of stretches where you've felt that way about your team uh that that's just that's got to be such a high for you as a coach for players when everything is clicking as it has been for them, and as you hope to have it be for your team this down the stretch here
1: yeah its it's a magical it's a magical feeling when when your team is in the middle of all that and and uh, the ball just keeps bouncing and the calls keep coming, and you know it just keeps happening. And uh, it seems like at times that teams just give you games, you know, you just go out there and, and, and get on the field and the ball just starts coming your way and things happen for you. Um, they're, they're on one of those kinds of roles. And, and you know, it was like uh, if you went back a couple of years, uh North Carolina was like that a couple of years ago. You yep, know, they had yep. a great season and the ball was coming to them. They were just like 18, 20 or something turnovers, you know, plus about this time of year. They're way, way out there. And it looked easy for them, you know, and and sometimes teams just get that they get it going, you know, and they're they're there right now. And we're going to try to show them how hard it is to hold on to that. But uh, um, it is a marvelous place to be in in sports.
0: Yeah. And uh, and I know and you probably don't focus on the past, but it's so odd, so rare that you guys are coming off back to back home losses. I mean, I think that's only happened once in your entire tenure here. Do you do you talk about that at all or is the past just the past?
1: No, no, it has nothing to do with what's going on now. Yeah. that was That's already done, you know. I wish I could do something about that, but I can't. So we're focusing on that, which we can, you know, we can deal with.
0: Yeah, but that's not a, a motivating tool or anything like That's not the way you motivate your guys, is it? Nope. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, look, I know there's going to be a, a fantastic matchup. Uh, I know that NBC's got to be thrilled to have a game like this because, you know, as good as Philadelphia's record is, uh, you guys have been dominant for so long. Uh, they got to prove that they can do it on your home field now on Sunday.
1: That's right. We're going to try to crank it up, and you know this is a good time, good night for the twelves to have a, have a good time too. <laughs> you know, I know that uh, I heard a comment from the, their coaches or their players that you know they felt like they handled the noise here uh, well last time when they were here, and. uh I thought that's a pretty good little challenge for the fans.
0: You there know, you go.
1: We, we could make it a little more uncomfortable for him and, and, and him <laughs> blow it out a little bit. So I hope everybody's really comes revved up, and, and we'll do our part to get you charged up, and let's, let's make it a real uh, ceiling kind of reception.
0: All right. It's going to be fun, Coach. Enjoy talking with you. Thanks for taking the time.
1: All right, Dory. Take care. Bye-bye.